When it comes to gas-powered cars, California is in la-la land. Hello, I'm Steve Forbes, and this is What's Ahead, where you get the insights you need to better navigate these turbulent times. Still refusing to pay attention to reality, California clean air regulators last week put forth a plan that would ban the sale of new gasoline-powered vehicles. The prohibition would be phased in. 35% of new passenger car sales would have to be powered by batteries or hydrogen by 2026, 68% by 2030, and 100% in 2035. The California Air Resources Board is expected to formally approve the scheme in August. The exercise is an absurdity based on fantasy, not the real world of science. There's no way the world can function today or in the foreseeable future without fossil fuels. In fact, our consumption of oil and gas is going up a lot in the next decade and a half. The sale of passenger cars with internal combustion engines will rocket as consumers around the planet get richer and want the mobility the car provides. To achieve the level of auto ownership we have here today in the U.S. would require a more than 15-fold increase in the number of cars on this planet. Electric vehicles still have serious challenges, including the time it takes to charge them up versus a traditional automobile. And it's not just autos that will be consuming ever more amounts of energy. High tech has an insatiable appetite for electricity. The cloud today uses more electricity than the entire country of Japan, the world's third largest economy. Renewable energy sources like solar panels and windmills can't even begin to meet these oncoming gargantuan needs for energy. Shockingly, these renewables supply only 3% of worldwide energy needs. Not much progress over the past 20 years, despite government support totaling an incomprehensible $5 trillion. Imagine if those resources instead had gone for new products and services and new cures for diseases and new medical devices, how much better off all of us would be? Talk about opportunity costs. Energy alternatives are still inefficient. A 100,000-megawatt gas-powered turbine, which is the size of a residential house, can supply electricity to 75,000 homes. The equivalent power from a wind farm would require over 20 square miles of land, 10 gigantic and tall windmills, 50,000 tons of concrete, 30,000 tons of iron ore, and 900 tons of non-recyclable plastics, which gets to another overlooked horror. Solar panels, windmills, and batteries are good for 20 years. Then you have a monstrous disposal crisis. A more immediate environmental catastrophe looms. Technology expert Mark Mills points out that to create renewables on a scale envisioned by California and other environmental extremists would entail a tenfold increase in global mining to get the necessary mineral resources, such as copper, lithium, cobalt, and nickel. This would entail a mammoth tearing up of the earth. And what it would do to prices and inflation is monumental. I'm Steve Forbes. Thanks for listening. Do send in your comments and suggestions. I look forward to being with you soon again. Oh.